Welcome in to your Tuesday edition of Insight. I'm Josh Margolis. Today is part two of my conversation with Hill County DES coordinator Amanda Frickle. One of her duties over the weekend was to make sure displaced passengers arrived at their intended destination. And Frickle provides this anecdote. There was actually a family from Wolf Point that jumped on the train at Wolf Point and they were actually headed to the uh, hospital in Seattle. They were... um, one of their family members was not doing well at all, and it was imperative for them to get there, and that's why they had jumped on the train. So that was kind of a priority when Amtrak showed up at the gym last night to talk, definitely made and to, to talk to us and to start the plan with moving everybody to Shelby. Um, and so we kind of grabbed them and let them know, look, these people need to get where they're going before it's too late. And they said that they would handle it, and it sounds like everybody's getting where they need to be now. And being at the scene, how can you describe the situation? It's funny the governor asked me this earlier, but um, I guess basically the only thing I can say is we can have as many classes as we want and we can do training and we can watch it on TV and we can watch the news and nothing prepares you for when you show up on a scene when the word casualties is being thrown around and you look at a train that has cars down and you know what has happened there. And I mean, it's just it's, it's kind of like a compartmentalizing for the night doing, you know, the next thing that needed to be done. And it was, you know... Um, Sadly, so sadly, we lost people in that wreck, but there was 140 more that still needed our assistance, and that's kind of what we had to do is focus on that and get them out of there. What was some of the equipment that was used? There were excavators. Um, there were jaws of life. Um, I believe there was a couple chainsaws actually brought to try. Not sure what else more than that. And like I said, I was only on scene for about 20 minutes before I came here to the triage centers. And how were those 20 minutes? Hard. Like I said, being objective, objective. Um, And then the other thing, too, was not, you know, checking the perimeter, checking, trying to stay out of the way of the people that were, you know, currently working or helping with a patient. Um, And then the other part was just seeing where everybody who had gotten off the train, making sure that they were getting out safely, um, making sure we didn't have any additional injuries in evacuating was another big thing. What was triage like? It worked so smoothly. This community was insane. We had even the colonies brought food, everybody just, I mean, it was great. There was the senior center that had that um, about 50 were here, and then we had about 30 to 40 at the gym. We had nurses coming in, just followed them along. They took vitals. Um, another big thing that you don't really think about in a, in a crisis like this is when people are traveling. They have medications. They have medical needs. Um, a lot of their bags, everything about them was displaced yesterday. So with the nurses here, we were able to get the pharmacist and a doctor down here to go through with people that needed medications, things like that for the night. And so we were able to sustain them for the travel to Shelby. And that does it for your Tuesday edition of Insight. For New Media Broadcasters, I'm Josh Margolis.